You're listening to the Travel Geniuses Podcast for travel agents who love planning vacations for their clients, but wish the business side of things was just a little bit easier. This is episode 54, and I'm going to do my best to help you start believing in your value. Hey, Travel Geniuses, Christy here. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the podcast tried to record this episode several times and have recorded it several times. And I had a really great additional point I wanted to make. And it was so good, but I was in the middle of something. So I didn't write it down because I was sure it was so good. I would never forget it. And of course I forgot it. So if you want to know what that is later, when I do remember, go ahead and sign up for the newsletter. It's travelgeniuses.com slash newsletter. You can sign up there and then When I remember, I will send out an email to let you know if I remember. Hopefully I will, because it was really good. I remember that much. So what we're talking about today is you believing in and seeing the value that you bring to people through your help planning their vacation. And this is true with all of my episodes, I think, but especially for this one, I really hope that you will spend some time later today or later this week and sit and think about a few of the things I've said here, because I think if you, I'm sure that if you can change that belief in your mind and really deep, deep, deep down believe in the value that you provide people, I think it will change your business and help you earn more money and be more confident and enjoy your, your work more and earn more money. (laughs) You'll be more comfortable charging fees. You'll be more comfortable saying no to the wrong types of people and the wrong types of vacations. So I think that there are a lot of times in my life where I've listened to something, probably 90% of the time when I listen to something or hear something or read something and I'm like nodding along and yes, that's so good. And I totally believe that. And I, yes, I need to work on that. And then it's over and I move on with my day and I never go back to think about it again. And nothing changes when I do that. And I don't want that to happen with this episode and this topic. I think... There are a lot of good episodes that I've recorded, but if you can change your mindset around this one thing and really, really deep, deep down, see the value in what you do and how important it is and what it brings to other people, I think it will change so much about your business. I have created a printable summary, not so much a worksheet, but more of a summary of some of the suggestions I'll be providing later in the episode for how to turn your mindset around and help you really see the value in what you do. You can get access to that at travelgeniuses.com slash episode 53. And hopefully that helps. All right, so let's get started. So first, I want to talk about what I mean when I say that you don't value what you do. And what I mean when I say that is that you don't really believe that people are smart to work with you. You don't really believe you add much value to their vacation experience and make it better. And I know a lot of you are probably like, you're crazy. I know I provide value. But I think there's a difference between logically knowing, like your brain knowing, and your heart knowing, or believing it really deep down and really (laughs) believing it. I see this a lot in my own life for a lot of things. And the 
one, I was trying to think of an example that would help you see what I mean, or understand that it is possible to logically believe something, but still in your heart, not really believe it or be not, not be super confident in it. And the only thing I could think of is I live in Arizona, so I'm near the Grand Canyon. And there's this thing, I think it's called Skywalk. I've never gone to it, but it's like a U-shaped sidewalk, basically made of glass. It's a glass bottom that goes out over the Grand Canyon and back to solid ground again. So it's this glass sidewalk just hanging in the middle of the air and nothing but glass keeping you from crashing down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. And hundreds, if not thousands of people used to before COVID go on that thing a day and they're all perfectly fine. And I'm sure it's been tested and I'm sure there's lots of science and engineering behind making sure that nobody will crash down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. So my brain knows that that is perfectly safe, but deep down, I don't really trust it. And there's no way I'm going on that thing. And in the same way, I think it's entirely possible and probable that your brain 100% believes that travel agents bring value to people and that everybody should use a travel agent to plan their vacation and their vacation will be 100 times better if they trust a professional to help them plan it and design it. I'm sure you believe that. We hear it all the time. It's very easy to nod your head and agree, yes, that is true. But I bet deep down in your heart is this little bit of doubt that is like, "Mm, I don't know, they can do a lot of the same research I can do. And I don't have that much experience. You're just a little uncertain. And that tiny bit of uncertainty can subconsciously destroy all that logic that your brain knows about the value that travel agents bring. So that's what I'm hoping to turn around for you today. But first, I want to talk a little bit about what causes it. And one of the biggest causes is imposter syndrome. And I did an episode about that. If you haven't heard it already, it's episode 49. So travelgeniuses.com slash episode 49. And imposter syndrome is when you think that you're a fraud and you're just faking it and any minute everybody's going to discover that you really don't know what you're doing. Kind of like the Wizard of Oz where you think just at any time, somebody's little dog is going to come and pull down the curtain and expose you for the fraud that you are. And this could be because you're new, maybe you are just a newer agent and don't have that much experience. So you don't have that history or proof already showing that you can do what you say you can do. It could be because you're comparing yourself to others. So you see an agent who has 30 years experience or really in-depth knowledge of an area that you don't, and you think that they are legit travel agents and you're not. Or it could be that you're a perfectionist and no matter how much experience you have and how much knowledge you have of a particular area or type of travel, you'll never think you're good enough. Another thing that causes it is that it's very easy for you. You find it easy and fun to plan vacations and do all the research. So you assume it's just as easy and fun for everybody else. So you don't see the value in it. And this really belongs later when I'm talking about how to 
change this in your mind so that you do see the value in what you do. I just want you to stop right now and think about some of the things you pay people to do for you, including cutting your hair, changing your oil. If you have somebody come and take care of your lawn, whatever it is, like that stuff is so easy for them. They could do it in their sleep, but for you, that is a really valuable service. Like if I tried cutting, oh, I've, if I cut my own hair, I'd have to hide for a year. So even if I tried to cut somebody else's hair, that would be awful. They would have to hide for a year. So just because it's easy to you does not mean it's easy for everybody else. And one more point about that is even something as simple as searching Google. For me, super easy. I can find almost anything with a quick Google search within a minute or two. My stepsister is constantly calling me because she, not constantly, but she calls me sometimes. She's like, I'm trying to find this thing and I've been searching for hours and I can't find it. And within a minute, I have it. So I just thought everybody could use Google the way I did, but not everybody can even do something as simple to me as searching Google. So just because it feels really easy for you absolutely does not mean it's easy for everybody. Your finances could be something that causes you to not value what you do. Maybe for you, $500, thousand $300 to hire somebody to plan your vacation would be a big chunk of your vacation budget. So it doesn't seem worth it. But that doesn't mean it's not worth it to other people. And we will talk about that later. Another reason that you may not value what you do is that you've listened to what people have been saying for 10, 20 years that everybody can just book their own vacation. We have the internet now. They can use Google and find what they want to find and book their own air. There's Travelocity and Expedia, and they can book direct with the cruise lines and hotels. So there's no value in what you do. And if you think that's all you do, then maybe that, no, that's still not true. (laughs) Because even if all you do is just take orders and book things, you're still saving people a lot of time and hassle. So that is still valuable. But there's so much more to what you do than just booking hotels and booking airfare. But that's the message that we have heard for a really, really long time that there's the internet. So nobody needs a travel agent anymore. And I think that even if like I said, your brain logically knows that that's not true. Your heart has kind of taken that to heart. (laughs) You may have heard people talk about the fact that it takes um, seven compliments to negate one negative comment that you get. So if somebody says something bad to you one time, you need seven compliments after that to balance that out. So we way, way overvalue the negative things that people say, and way undervalue the positive things people say. And while I know that the media and whoever has been out there saying travel agents aren't necessary anymore, those aren't people you know, or value. It's still been this constant message that has been fed to us for over 10 years, for sure, that what we do is not valuable and not necessary. And people can just everybody any any walking the streets right now could do what you do. And so I think that has had a real negative effect on our ability to see the value in what we do and believe that. 
And I would even say that that has been a subtle message even within our industry. And when I've attempted to record this episode in past attempts, I have really gotten intense with this part. So I will try to rein it in. But I think there has been as much as they say that they value what we do and they're trying to hammer that message home to us. I think there has been some subtle subconscious messaging within our industry that what we do is not valuable and what we bring to the table is not valuable. And I see that in quote unquote websites for travel agents that push suppliers. I mean, some of these are, that's literally I can't find anything about the travel agent themselves and what they do on the entire website. It's just a site full of supplier messaging and supplier ads and supplier promotions. And maybe there's some tourist board content on there about the destination, but nothing that says what you do, what you know, what you bring to the table, why somebody should work with you. See, I'm getting intense again. So While it doesn't straight up say what you do isn't valuable, it says subtly and subconsciously that what you do doesn't have a place on your website that you're paying for. Same with booking engines. This isn't the message anymore, so not as blatant as it was when when they first started putting booking engines on travel agents' websites and saying how important it was. When that happened, I've been doing this for, there are people doing it longer than me, but I've been in this industry for a long time. And there was a big push that Travelocity is there 24-7. The internet is available 24-7. So you need to be available 24-7 as well. And you need a booking engine on your site because If you don't have a booking engine on your site, they're just going to book on Travelocity, which really was laughable even then because there's no way we could compete with Travelocity as far as the quantity of travel options available and the the robustness. I can't think of the word, but just how good their sites are and how fast they work and all the comparisons they can do. Like we can never, if we try to compete with Travelocity on what Travelocity is good at, we're never going to do it. So even at the time it was laughable, but it was still them saying, you don't bring anything different or better than what a booking engine can do. So you should have one on your website. And again, I don't think that straight up messaging is the same anymore. It's not as prominent, but I think there's still some places and people who are are telling you that you need to have a booking engine on your site. And the subtle message behind that is you don't have anything to bring to the table on your own. So you need to try to, to be a booking engine or be an online travel agency. You have to try to mimic them because what you do on your own is not good enough. Um, sorry, <laughs> deep breath. And then also there has been a lot of training and this is getting so much better. Just in the last two or three years, I see a lot more training coming out focused on you and helping you brand yourself and transform your messaging so that it does focus more on you and what you bring to the table. But for a long time, anytime I went to a conference, it was here's how to promote this cruise line or here's how to promote this 
hotel brand and there were lots of online training opportunities. But again, it was very brand focused. It was very much focused on the travel suppliers and very little about how to promote what we do and what we bring to the table and the value that we bring. All right, so I got through all that without getting too intense. <laughs> and now we're going to talk a little bit about how it shows up so that you can see if this is something that you maybe struggle with, because you may still be like, no, I totally get the value of travel agents. But if you find yourself dragging your feet around marketing yourself and your business, or even talking about what you do, do you like say it loud and proud? Or do you kind of mumble? Is it like, mm, I, I help people plan their vacations, or I book travel for people? Do you feel super confident talking about what you do? If you feel confident that you're bringing value, you should have no problem telling people what you do, especially if you are talking to somebody that you know you can help. Imagine a doctor. I haven't thought this analogy through yet, so forgive me if it doesn't really totally make sense. But if you're a doctor, you are a heart surgeon, and you're talking to somebody, and they're telling you about, oh, they've been, you're just like at a meeting somewhere at a family event, and they're like, oh. Like, I've been having this, like, I'm out of breath all the time, whatever. I don't know. I'm not a heart doctor, so I don't know what signs are for a health, a health condition with your heart. But imagine that you're a doctor, and you're talking to somebody, and they're telling you about something, and you know that you can fix it. Like, you know. Would you, like, oh, I don't want to tell them because, like, they might think I'm bothering them. They might be offended that I'm going to make money off of helping them. No, you would tell them because you know you can help them. And if you find yourself not wanting to share what you do and not wanting to talk about what you do because you think it's going to bother people, then somewhere deep down, you don't really think that what you do is valuable to them. Because if you did, you would be shouting it from the rooftops. Another big sign that you don't really understand the value in what you do and what you bring to the table is if you're really resisting charging fees for your work, especially after the year that you've been through. If you still aren't charging fees, that's just a sign that you need to really look at what you're doing and how much you're, you're providing for people through the work that you do. And I know it gets a little complicated mentally because we do earn commission, but that commission is coming from the supplier. So that's the cruise line or the hotel paying you for bringing a client and steering a client their way. You're still doing so much for your traveler and you deserve to be compensated for that. It's a really valuable service that you're providing them in helping them find the right cruise line or hotel that fits their personality and their needs for this vacation. You're there helping them navigate, especially now, all the COVID rules, testing and insurance issues and whether they need a vaccine or not and what's open and what's not, what the cancellation policies are and saving them all the time in research. I, I can't remember what magazine it was. I saw this this thing pop up on Instagram and like a million different places and it said something about the average person spending three and a half hours planning their vacation. And I was like, who in the world only spends three and a half hours planning their vacation? Like I spend more time than with than that just picking one hotel in a city, let alone an entire vacation with airfare and multiple cities and activities and all like you're saving people so much 
time in research. You have connections that are valuable. You have um, knowledge that is valuable. You have access to other travel agents with knowledge that is valuable. What you do is valuable beyond the money that the cruise line or hotel, whoever is paying you a commission for providing a traveler to them. So anyway, (laughs) I thought I was done with all my rants, but what you do is valuable. And if you're feeling like you don't deserve a fee for that, if you don't deserve to get paid by the person you're working for, then that's a sign that you don't really value what it is that you bring to the table. Another sign is focusing on how much money you save people. This is a huge pet peeve of mine. So many times when there's an article about the value that travel agents provide and why somebody should use a travel agent, everybody in the travel industry starts reposting that article, like it's in the New York Times or whatever, not stuff from travel trade magazines. And they're like, look, travel agents are valuable. You should use a travel agent. But somewhere in that article, it almost always says they'll save you money. And I see travel agents doing this all the time. In their messaging, it says, I can save you money on your vacation. That is a sign that you don't value what you bring outside of that money savings that you're providing. There's so much more. I just went through a whole bunch of it. (laughs) There's so much more that you bring to the table and saving somebody a few dollars. I mean, if that's your main, if that's your goal and that's the value proposition that you have, fine. But I think that there's so much more that you do and that you provide that is worth But like, who cares if you saved $100 on your vacation if it stinks, if you're in a crappy hotel and whatever, it doesn't matter how much money you saved on that vacation if it wasn't the vacation that you really wanted. So you definitely provide more value than money savings. And if that's your messaging, that's a sign that maybe you don't really value what you bring to the table. We should do a drinking game with this episode every time I say value or bring to the table you should drink something even if it's water you'll be so hydrated by the end of this episode all right last point I want to make before we get into the good stuff where I help you see the value that you bring to the table (laughs) I want to talk about why it's so important that you deal with it it First of all, people can tell if you don't really believe in what you're saying if you don't really think that you're providing a great valuable service and making their vacations better, then people are going to know that there's just this subconscious energy that's passed between people. And if you don't really believe it, the person you're talking to on the other side of the phone or face to face or through email or whatever, they can tell they are just going to have this sense and they may not consciously be aware of it, but they're not necessarily going to trust you. And they're going to have this feeling that you don't really believe what you're saying to them. And the other thing I kind of talked about earlier is that it causes you to hold back in your marketing. If you are somebody and I'm sure you are who is a good person and you don't want to trick anybody or, or rip anybody off, you want to make sure you're doing the best you can for people. If you don't really believe that what you do is valuable, then you're going to drag your feet when it comes to marketing because you don't want to trick someone into working with you if it's not in their best interest. Okay, finally, the good stuff. And I'm going to share some tips and tricks to help you really start to internalize and believe deep down in your heart how valuable what you do is for people and 
how important it is. And one of the first ones is you've probably heard if you pay attention to any self-help stuff or mindset stuff, they'll tell you to say, like, say what it is you want to be and you'll be it. I don't know. I don't know what they say. <laughs> they say basically like you say, I'm the best travel agent in the world. I bring so much value to people's vacations. They are so much better off for working with me. But if you don't really believe that, you can say that all you want and it's it just kind of falls flat and it doesn't really change anything. But I read a book over a year ago called The Law of Attraction by Michael Losier, L-O-S-I-E-R. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. And it is a pretty woo-woo book. But there was something really smart, I thought, in here. And he says, instead of saying, like, I am and I do, say, I am in the process of. I am in the process of becoming the best travel agent for families with young children. I am in the process of becoming the best travel agent for whatever your niche is. I am in the process of learning how to provide so much value for everybody who works with me and helping them plan vacations beyond their wildest dreams. And that could absolutely be true if you are working on that. And I'll talk about that later. But that feels much more empowering and exciting and true than saying, I'm the best travel agent ever. So try that on. And and with all these suggestions, they're not all going to work for you. So just pick and choose the ones that feel good. And you can always come back to this later and add more if you want. Another thing is make lists. I love making lists. They sometimes just break something through in my brain and help me make realizations that I wouldn't have otherwise just by thinking. I really need to write things down. I go through a notebook every two months probably of just random whatever's in my head and then I just throw them away later. But there's a ton of lists that you can make that will help you see the value in what you do. And just some examples, and I'll have this in that worksheet, that printable that you can get to at travelgeniuses.com slash episode 53. But make a list of what the downsides are of people trying to do it themselves and book online. What are they going to miss out on? What could go wrong? How much time are they going to waste trying to do all that research from scratch? What are things that they don't know or don't have access to? How much stress is involved, not just during the planning stages, but when they're traveling, knowing that they're the ones that did all the planning and worrying about maybe they dropped the ball on something and something isn't going to go right. So those are just some things you can brainstorm there. Also, what are the upsides of working with you? What can you do to enhance their vacation? Who do you know? What contacts do you have? What other travel agents do you have access to who can help you find things that will enhance their vacation in a way that they couldn't do on their own. You know what pitfalls to avoid. You know things about navigating COVID and navigating airports and timing of things, how much time it takes to get to the airport and the hotel and when a tour starts. There's just so many logistical things that you've worked with and worked around that they would probably never even consider. How much time will you save them? How much stress will you help them avoid? What do you do for them? List it all out. Like uh, we've done this a few times in past episodes, but list out every single thing you do for them and think about every step of the process and how much is that worth? Like that's, I had mentioned before, even if you're a brand new agent, even if you are literally just an order taker, 
all of those things that you do for someone are so valuable. And if you think about the value of time, that is something that you can never get more of. And it's the most valuable resource any of us have. And you're saving them so much, even if you're a brand new agent. So list, 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 just make all the lists. Another thing you can do to help you see your value and believe in your value is to unfollow people. I talked a little bit, I think earlier about comparing yourself to other people and how that can affect how valuable you think you are. So it's totally okay to unfollow your peers if that is making you feel insecure about what you do. Remember that most people, what they post on social media and what you have access to and what you see is their highlight reel. It's not necessarily their reality day to day. And just because they are talking about one fabulous thing that they were able to do for a client or one huge booking that they made, it doesn't mean that everything is like that. Like that may be the one thing this whole year that was that amazing. So if that is making you feel insecure, just unfollow them. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you a bad friend or a bad peer. It doesn't mean you don't support them and don't wish them well. It just means that you're protecting your mindset and there's nothing wrong with that. So I have unfollowed and followed a bunch of people. When I start to catch myself being like, oh, I wanted to do that and they did it before me and oh, I bet they're doing that better than I would have. I just unfollow people. And again, it doesn't mean that I wish them ill at all. And it doesn't mean that I'm not super stoked that they're doing so well. It just like, sometimes I need to give myself a break from some of that stuff. Now, this next one is super fun. And one of my favorites, and I know I've talked about it before, but I want you to create a book of proof. And the phrase book of proof I actually got from that same law of attraction book, but he uses it in a different way. What I'm talking about is gathering up all of those client testimonials, the Instagram messages, the emails that you get from clients saying what a lovely trip they had and thank you so much for everything you did for us. Screenshot those and print them out and put them in a scrapbook or even just a notebook that you have laying around. Keep them all in one place. My initial plan for this for me was to use, is it Shutterfly? I can't remember. One of those services where you can print up a photo book, but that was too hard to I don't know. I just got too perfectionist with that. Like you don't want to do it with just 10, but like why stop at 50? Why not wait till you get a hundred and then put the book together? Like I never made the book because I could always add more pages to it. So now I'm just getting a scrapbook from Amazon and taping them in with double-sided tape. And I'm just going to print them on my printer. I want to make it super easy, but You can refer to this on those days when you're feeling a little down on yourself. Maybe you made a mistake or for whatever reason, you just sometimes I wake up and I think, what is the point of all this? Like, I'm not making a difference. This is all just pointless. If you have days like that, too, just pull that book out and look at the things that you've helped people do and the value that you've brought to their vacations and how different those vacations were because you were there to help them plan it. And if you're a brand new agent and you don't have any testimonials yet, look for things from other agents. 
there are, if you if you haven't unfollowed everybody, if even just temporarily get on somebody's Instagram. And often I see travel agents posting testimonials or quotes from their travelers who are having a great time. It's okay to borrow theirs for a little bit so that you see the value that travel agents in general bring so that you see this profession as valuable and as doing something really, really helpful for people in general. And finally, if you want to start believing and seeing the value that you bring to your travelers, work to make yourself more valuable. The number of years you've been a travel agent is not an indicator of the value you're able to provide and what difference you make to their vacation. If you've spent five years just answering phones and booking what the traveler has asked you to book, actually, you're still more valuable because you know more about the booking process and will be able to advise them more. But that's much different than somebody who has spent five years really deep diving into a destination and into their niche and what people in that niche need and making connections in the industry with suppliers and other travel agents so that they can get assistance when they need it and additional feedback if they need that as well. That agent that you envy who books round the world cruises all the time or is always sending people on these extravagant safaris or whatever it is that you wish you could do and you see them doing and you're just like, well, I'm not valuable because I'm not, I don't know as much as them. They started knowing nothing at some point, just like you did. There was a day when they didn't know how to book a cruise. They didn't know what a round the world cruise was. They didn't know the different options for safaris in Africa. So they didn't just wake up one day knowing all of that. They worked at it. And you have the ability to do that too. I talked about this quite a bit in episode 12, where I talked about having a specialty. So what I want you to do is not attend every webinar, not take every supplier's training, not try to learn everything you can about every destination, but decide one to start with that you want to really specialize in and then do focused learning. And I'm not going to get into that a whole lot now because I did go into that a lot in that episode, but go back and listen to that episode. And I believe there's a worksheet with that one as well with some tips and suggestions on things that you'll want to make sure you know about an area that you want to be a specialist in. So just work on making yourself more valuable. It doesn't happen just because you sit around dreaming about it. You have to actually put in the work. And another suggestion for how to do that, and maybe this was the thing I thought I hadn't added before, pretend. If you don't have any clients right now asking you for safari bookings, and that's what you want to specialize in, you have to gain that skill somehow, right? One of the best training programs that I went through, I think it was South Africa Tourism, they most of and it's still kind of this way most supplier trainings or destination trainings were very like textbooky and not very it wasn't really teaching me the things that helped me sell the destination better or helped me plan better vacations I guess is what I should say it it wasn't really providing me a lot of knowledge it was like just really dry information about the destination. But what South Africa Tourism did is they, in order to graduate, they gave me a fake 
traveler or group. I can't remember what it was now, but it could have been a family. It could have been a couple. Gave me some details about them, ages, what their interests were, what they were really hoping to see on that trip and experience. And then I had to plan the vacation. So I had to look at the different areas of South Africa and what they could do in each spot and pick hotels for them or safari lodges. I had to work out all the logistics. So if you want to specialize in a certain area and you're learning all the things that you can through your supplier resources and things, spend some time, make up your ideal client and plan that perfect trip for them. And you will learn so much about that destination and that type of traveler by doing that. It seems silly now when I'm saying it, but I'm telling you, I learned more doing that exercise than probably any training I've ever done in my career in the travel industry. All right, so that's all I have for you. (laughs) But I hope some of that helps. And like I said before, I, well, two things. I really, really hope that you will spend some time working on changing your belief deep down in the value that you bring and how important what you do is. It is so important. It doesn't matter if somebody gets a cheap vacation or is able to do it themselves and saves a few hundred dollars if that vacation is miserable and doesn't give them what they were hoping for. Just think of the difference between somebody who does it themselves, finds like a cheap hotel somewhere that they can stay in and it's clean, it's fine. And they wander around the city on their own and maybe they booked a few tours versus working with you where you can find a hotel that is right in the part of town that they want, that provides services and amenities that are important to them, finding activities that they can do that are tailored to them. If they're into stained glass and you take them to, I I remember going to Canterbury one time and they were this was years and years ago in the Canterbury Cathedral and they have people restoring stained glass and you could have probably not anymore I have no well for sure not right now but at the time you could arrange to have your clients go back there and spend some time with those people who are painstakingly restoring these incredible old, old, old stained glass windows. So imagine somebody who is just there, they're super into stained glass, and they're just standing outside looking at things versus somebody who has the opportunity to go in and spend a few hours with these experts. That's the kind of stuff that you can do for people. And that is priceless. And I want you to really absorb that and believe it and feel it like I'm feeling it right now. Like it's so important and it's so valuable. And then also just a final reminder that I do have that printable sheet for you. If you didn't feel like writing all these suggestions down, which I don't blame you, you can just go to travelgeniuses.com slash episode 53. There will be instructions there for accessing this printable list of these suggestions that I've given you. I hope that helps. If it does, please let me know. I can add you to my book of proof. It really does mean so much to hear when something that I've shared with you helps. I will be back soon with another episode. Until then, believe in your value and have a great week.